Uh, Bring us in, Bradley. Yes, let's start. Today is June 15th. This is episode 22 of Talk Story. 22. I'm Brad Wells from Thank You Surfing. We've got a live studio audience. And I got two friends sitting next to me and another across the counter. And a couple in the room all together. Yeah. We're all friends here. There's friends yeah. everywhere, man. Yeah, friends everywhere today. Uh, Christian, maybe do you want to do a little um, intro here for yourself? Christian De La Iglesia, First Surf Shop, Division Wynwood. Who do we have here? This, this guy, Darren. Introduce yourself here. I'm Darren Cephalou from Quantum Recovery Counseling. And he is Dapper AF. Yes. Thank Wow. Yeah, I, I didn't expect I a compliment it. this quick into the show. Listen, that's pretty fantastic. Yeah. Is, the tea is moving in. With <laughs> it's, it's, it's a best practice. It's a best that's, practice. Yes, I would imagine so. Uh, so we're live here from South Beach at First Surf Shop. First Surf Shop. Uh, I say that because South Beach uh, has some appeal to people. People like it down here. You know, they vacation. And some surf. We live here, so. Who's <laughs> that? It's uh, kind of nice. It's uh, fantastic. I mean, where can you find paradise uh, with a city vibe in too many other places? Right. Not many. Brazil, yeah, Honolulu. I mean, really, it's just not, not something you find. I mean, if we had waves here, we'd probably be like Mecca. Yeah. We'd probably be that one spot. We'd probably be a lot more crowded in the water. That's true. Nonetheless. So I almost feel like God sometimes kind of gave us a little bit of a, like, hey, I can't give you guys everything. You said is, it, is it possible yeah. to be any more crowded on yeah. the good like, smells? No. <laughs> I don't know if the density could hold anymore. Right. We're going to give you great water, amazing people, great environment. Food. Amazing food. Yeah. Uh, be the international hotspot to everything. And amazing waves, like twice a year. Twice. You At hear least. that, folks? Twice a year. At least. A full don't twice. Don't be jealous. <laughs> except, <laughs> except, except this year, where we actually had a little bit of a lull, and we had one good day. So that was fun. Yeah. Uh, so let's get out of that conversation. Let's go. Weekly happenings. We've got a lot of stuff going on this week. We do. And in, uh, you know, the coming weeks as well. Well, tomorrow we have a, an official around the world. It's International yeah. Go Surfing Day. And it's actually International Go Skating Day as well. Really? Really. That's right. They paired it up two in the same. Uh, so technically you should go. there's no waves tomorrow. Right. That's probably where they came from. They're like, hey, skaters, all you surfers, you probably skate too. Let's just skate. No, um, it, it's one of those things where they have it so that you go out and everyone should at least try to surf or be in the water or do something that has to relate to surfing in one way or another. A lot of people do beach cleanups uh -huh. when they're trying to go ahead and give their love back to the ocean and kind of that remembrance of what surfing means to them. So tomorrow we have an event here at the shop, at First Surf Shop, starting at 4 p.m., going on to about 10 p.m., um, where we'll have surf rider. I think you just extended the time. Uh, well, they said till nine, and I got the little secret extra info, and we're gonna try Ooh. to make those. I mean, at the, at the end, I don't even know why we put like an ending time because it's like continues to just go on past that. So it starts at four. How about that? Starts at four. <laughs> swing on by. Concrete Brewery is bringing beer. We have Iligan Mescal that's going to go ahead and do an amazing punch. Uh, we have Bradley Wells making some amazing tacos. I am making tacos. And you like went nuts. You actually bought probably three times the amount of meat that you normally buy. Yes. Because it goes by so quick. Bradley makes amazing like pulled pork type tacos. Uh -huh. And it gets killed literally within the first ten minutes. Everyone's like, I'm in. They kill it and you're out. And so this time so I went a little nuts. I bought about 15 pounds of pork. That's a lot of pork. <laughs> wow. Dude, he's, been like, he's been sending me pictures and like marinating it all week and stuff like that. I'm like, dude, you ain't playing around. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I, I set everything up last night and I was like, all right, time to stuff it with garlic. Yeah. So I started and then I looked up at the clock and it was an hour later and I still wasn't done stuffing them with garlic. Wow. I was like, wow, an hour of stuffing garlic. 
Yeah. Oh, wait. How are these going to fit in the crockpot? So I, I tried that, and I realized that's not going to work. So uh, I have two in one crockpot that I normally cook in, and then Caleb, AV fame, uh, is going to provide the, third, uh, the second crockpot for the third piece of pork. It is all currently marinating. No, it's going to be unreal. I can't, I can't wait. And then, so past that, we'll have oh, a good time. If someone can bring some cilantro, because the cilantro I bought actually wilted and went bad already, so... I'll have onion, but if anybody if wants... If you're watching... If you're BYO cilantro? B-Y-O-C. I yeah. feel like I just got a job. I just got assigned a job. Yeah. I'm like on cilantro I can duty. do cilantro. I am on cilantro duty. I We've got to take cilantro. it here. I think Meridian Market that. probably has cilantro. Do you know? Oh, for sure. Yeah? yeah. Okay. Uh, so aside that, we have great tacos, great drinks, but at the same time, Surfrider's going to actually do a beach cleanup, and we'll have a bunch of surfboards and paddle boards day, and boogie yeah. boards nice. throughout the day that you're able to kind of just take out for free, because uh, that's our con contribution to Go Surf Day. We want you to get out in the water, so please swing by. Oh, for and, and photographers. Right, we've got a bunch of photographers that will be showcasing a lot of their um, the stuff that they've uh, taking pictures of cool. this past season, uh, not just of surfing, but other things as well. And all those prints will be available for sale. Yep. Um, so they'll be not only just prints on the walls, but there'll be uh, a bunch of uh, just flash drives and things just flying all over the place that you'll have. You like He's that? Committing I mean, to that's stuff. His, yeah. That's his technicals, I get. Yeah. I'm like flash drive. What is that? Um, <laughs> We're gonna have so, those. So yeah, those come, things. Come, come for flash drives. There'll be robots. Those things that do that. And robots. There'll be a couple robots and. So it should be fun. It's gonna be um, awesome. I'm looking forward to it. That is tomorrow. Past that, what do we got? Swim week. Yes, that's Coming not until starts at four. Oh, yeah, tomorrow. Right. Yeah. Tomorrow starts at four. When it is there? Um, are they supplying like equipment for the cleanup? Gloves, bags, yes. all that stuff. Okay, as, cool. As per the usual. Oh yeah. Okay. You probably want to go on Surfrider Miami's website and check out. They got an Eventbrite page too. Um, International Surfing Day Miami will probably bring it up in a Google search. Absolutely. Or if you jump on Facebook, they've got um, an, uh, an event. Yep, there you go. An event on there that you can go ahead and look for. I got and you. It should be on there. Thanks, buddy. Uh, yeah, that'll be fun. It's going to be a good should one. It'll be good. A pass that, yes, we have Swim Week coming up uh, the middle of July. Starts July 13th. Mm. Uh, we'll be actually hosting an event July 12th or the 11th at Division uh -huh. at our Winwood spot. Uh, and it'll be more of like a ladies shopping night. Um, so we'll have a bunch of ladies. ladies. Ladies shopping night. Yeah, there you go. So we'll have a so bunch make of sure you guys are awake out there. women's stuff as well as having a bunch of other vendors come in. We'll have a DJ, a some job. drinks, you know. I like that sign. You get a lot of power with that sign. <laughs> it's just, it's so yeah, that that, that, that's pretty much all I got going on. Is there anything else? Other weekly Please tell happenings. me there's a weekly happening like waves. Oh, and then um, tom yeah, tomorrow La Laconda's opening up their... Uh, that's right. Uh, what are they calling it? Uh, it's like at the tapas place. Yes. Store. Francesco, I'm sorry that I can't remember right now. It's called... Uh, other than Focaccia? They got another... Yeah, yeah it's right next door to La Laconda. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, amazing. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. congrats. Francesco. He just told me, and, I re and I'm so bummed that I forgot that he invited us. But um, yeah, there's that tomorrow. Yeah. Well, I've been waiting for it to open, and I just can't remember the name. And like, I can picture the door, and it has like vino or tapas or something. Yeah. Close. Very but they'll good. offer all those products, which is right. really what I'm interested in. Which, if anything, it's uh, right next to La Laconda on, uh, in between 4th and 5th Street on Washington Avenue. Yeah. Check that east, out. East side of the street. East side. 
Now, the west bad. side, nothing can hold down over there. It's nothing holds down. <laughs> well, speaking of east side, west side, segue into report and forecast. Yes, west side's winning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, eh, we kind of want to think this winner. We do, I, I, I don't think there's so. winners and losers. I think there just is and isn't. Uh, is, you know? is and is not. I mean, from what I understand, the west coast didn't really get much. Sir. Yeah, they whine so much, though. Oh, right, because their, their level's a little bit higher. They're I don't just know like what's going waist on high. over there. Yeah. I get that? a very mixed report. Meanwhile, from West, waist high, like swell, we're like sweet. Windswell, yeah, I know. 90 people on waist high <laughs> yeah. ground swell in Miami. Um, you know, we're hungry. So, <laughs> okay, if you're hungry, we do have a few things to look at. Uh, Gulf of Mexico National Hurricane Center showing 40% chance of something maybe happening in the Gulf of Mexico in the next five days. Cool. So Man. is that a west coast of Florida kind of uh, <laughs> It's more like actually like a Texas thing. Oh. But, uh, you know, it's in the Gulf of Mexico, so close to us, sort of, at so least. So maybe, a, maybe, run, maybe yeah. a run over to Austin, Texas to go surf the wave pool and then hit the coastline? Yeah, and then go to Waco while you're there, too. Um, oh, yeah. But uh, you, you might get I something up in the panhandle if this thing forms up. Maybe something on the west coast if the thing really forms up. Uh, but nothing here. No, that's not true. Uh, actually... Something to look forward to maybe next week. Some of the models are hinting at some, as Chicky likes to call from Deba, uh, homegrown development. All something right. that may pop off the coast uh, somewhere between maybe Georgia and North Carolina, that region, and spin up. Hey, you never know with these sorts of things. It's like many days out, but it's definitely something to look at when what, you're looking at. What are they projecting at, on that? Proje what are they projecting? Well, I mean, when? Oh, uh, that's like next Thursday-ish time period that something may come off the coast. You know, this is what you look for now. Yeah. You're not going to get, uh, well, actually we did, kind of weird. We did have like a, a strange little northeast swell from, it's like the northwest Atlantic has not completely gone to sleep and it's still pumping out these like small little swells. Most of the energy is not headed this direction, but it is making it a little bit and so Martin County northward on. Is that is anything it? to do with the lows that are coming off from that part yeah. of the country? Yeah, like up in like yeah, like way up all those even lows like that Canadian stay up there Maritimes. Just kind of come out in that area. Yeah, like south of Iceland, all that. It's been insanely rainy up in New York. They've gotten tons and tons of weather, uh, and um, you know some pretty decent squalls. So I would imagine that that you know as that pushes off, that right. definitely sends something away. Something but they've been they've just been miserable up there. Like everyone's like mm -hmm. calling me like, how nice is the weather down there? I'm like, ah, it's raining too now. But for yeah. like a month straight, they were just inundated with rain. Like they were incredible weather. Yeah, uh, horrible weather. So we do have a few things to look forward to in the tropics. Uh, Real and quick, going back to the whole New York thing and rain and stuff like that. I mean, would you rather be in rain in New York or rain in Miami? I mean, there's like there's like a tropicalness down here at least with the rain versus like mm. rain in New York. There's all kinds of rain. The I rain mean. in Miami sometimes is horizontal, especially when you're out surfing and it's like battering your eyeballs. Yeah, you're like that's you're like, ah. It's like buckets of rain. It's it's pretty ridiculous. Usually in New York, if uh, you're out in the rain, the waves are usually pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that means there's a front moving through, the wind is swinging around. Right. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's a good indicator that you'll probably get some good ways. But I do, I love, I mean, I think it's, I think it's a lot of fun when you're, you just, all, you and your friends are in the middle of a complete downpour and everyone's laughing hilariously right. yeah. because it's so ridiculous. Yeah. And we're all trying to surf whatever little chop is there yes. in, in buckets of rain. Mm -hmm. I love that. That's like one of my fun times to be in Miami. It is wow. true. 
well, it's that time of year, so yeah, yeah, hopefully we can get a, uh, you know, and then we do have any time. Uh, I saw also uh, right around the same time that uh, that low might come off the coast that looks like there might be some enhanced trade swell that time of year. I mean, uh, that same time of week. And usually when you get that, you also have maybe a little bit of wind swell here. It's probably not going to be much, but right. more than flat, maybe a nukeable. <laughs> a nukeable. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Certain terms so, we get into waves. Report uh, uh, forecast outside of uh, our local area, which is something that we've been doing a little bit more lately, is Pacific Ocean still pumping out swell. Um, there's tons and tons of south energy. There's uh, tropical stuff kind of brewing. And there's created. also some tropical stuff um, going on. So if you're going to go to... I mean, they've had two Cat 4s come out within just a small amount of time. Really? Already? Wow. I've been looking at the Southern Hemisphere. I haven't even been paying attention to that stuff. Cause that's more for, like, I guess, Mexico, Cabo. Right. I'm looking more for Central America and stuff. But, um, yeah, no, you're it's right. Crazy. And it's affecting local winds and stuff. I know Nicaragua not so long ago was affected by winds right. from that stuff. Also, Nicaragua right now, there's a lot more political uh, strife happening. Oh, wow. Um, mm -hmm. A lot more. Uh, well, I think there was supposed to be a really big protest um, scheduled, for, I thought, for today. Um, sort of like a national movement as opposed to maybe like uh, more localized or segmented right. or whatever. Right. So stuff's kind of uh, getting worse uh, as th these things do, I suppose. And um, hopefully they'll come to some resolution. Right. And I know that people are still traveling down there. Yeah. And, and it's just a matter of how adventurous you are. And at the end of the day, also talking to the places that you're staying at. I know we've got friends in the northern part of Nicaragua, yeah. Hotel Chacletas, mm -hmm. that have some really good drivers and people that can get you from the airport to their place and that know kind of back roads and stuff like that. So don't be completely spooked out. I mean, you're gonna have to be a little bit more cautious than usual, but call the properties that you're gonna stay at. See, you know, see if they can make you feel a little comfortable about being able to make it from uh, the airport to the coastline, because that seems to be the biggest yeah. challenge. Once you're on the coastline, right. everything seems to be great. Yeah. It's just when you're kind of in that whole Managua area, things are a little bit sketchy, so. Even in major roads, I imagine, right. going through, uh, right. there's probably sort of checkpoints. And, right, and so, so give them a shout. You know, they, they, need, they live off of tourist dollars, just like a lot of us, so they're kind of hurting down there as well, and I mean, it's we've not got some it, uncrowded probably, lineups yeah. right now. So yeah. at the end of the day, it could be one of those good scores, but just got to be adventurous. And the tides are going to be good up there. Right. Uh, got to be adventurous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tides are good. So. And just give them a buzz and be like, hey, can you make sure I'm good? And they'll take care of you. Once, once you're up there and you're, you're at Chancletas, it's just gorgeous. You feel totally safe. It's just like its own like little secluded right. little compound. Yeah. Yeah. You walk the beaches, there's nobody around. Right. I mean, it's, it's amazing. And the yeah. majority of all this stuff is really happening in the centralized in area yeah. where, you know, it's outside of the Population main. dense right. areas. Mm -hmm. So once you get to the coastline, it's a little bit easier. And like you're saying, they could definitely use your money. Um, and yeah, hopefully this thing kind of resolves itself. Yeah. But uh, the good news is lots of swell. So if you are in Nicaragua or you are in Central America, just stay. Catch one for me. <laughs> catch one, catch yeah. one for me. Shredicate one for the rest of us. Uh, that's all I got on the forecast, really. All right. Well, I mean, yeah. Brandon is over in Indo. I haven't been looking that much, but there's just been a nonstop onslaught of, of South Southwest swell for them, too. So, Brandon. Uh, Good luck in your new job. We saw you starting that, and yep, uh, yep. hopefully uh, he Pretty gets cool. pitted. Studio audience. 
moving into our next just, segment. Just, thank you, thank you, thank you. So, uh, I really like that. It's really working out. Yeah, I know. I really like it. Um, for the last few episodes, we've been talking a lot about, um, I guess, mental health, um, being sort of conscious about uh, other people's mental health, maybe, frankly, not being such a jerk to other people. <laughs> uh, you know, things along these lines. And totally. some of it was brought on by Andy Iron. Some of it was brought on then by, like, some really, um, I guess... Recent, both local situations mm -hmm. of friends of right. ours that have passed away. Mm -hmm. what, not necessarily because of mental health, but uh, just, you know, all of it. Like, well, because sometimes there could be abuses that you do to your body because of where you're at mentally and stuff like that. Yeah. Some, the industry. Like, both the food and beverage industry is just pretty gnarly and these guys unfortunately don't always take care of the body the way that they used that they that they should and that's challenging well There's even so much of i it. mean would you yeah. is that part of well listen even even stress in and of itself there's a famous researcher uh, into trauma um his name's vander kalk and uh wrote a really good book the body keeps the score right so like no matter what's going on Mentally, if you're constantly building up stress, if you're constantly running around in the fight or flight response, somewhere in the body, the back, the shoulders, especially for us as surfers, we'll totally uh, hang on to that tension in areas that we overuse anyway. And so as time goes on, we just really wear down the system if we're in a state of stress. And, you know, people who work in really uh, labor-intensive jobs, uh, high-energy jobs, it's really challenging for them, you know? So they've got to find ways to cope. And sometimes you find, like, really good ways, and other times you find what we call maladaptive coping, you know, which ah, is, which is, which is when we, we cope with behaviors that are not really the best right. for us. And that could be, you know, Overeating, it could be smoking cigarettes, it could be gambling, it could be, um, you know, all kinds of all kinds of get stuck on the internet. Yeah, anything to get your head into a different place. By the way, if I get ultra technical, if I fall into like a K hole of technicality <laughs> in psychology, pull me out. Sure. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> But, they like um, layman's terms. Yes, I'll, I'll keep it going. But uh, ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she pulled it. She pulled it. She pulled that. So yeah, yeah, and and. You know, from the mental health perspective, um, everything that's going on in the body is a wave in the same way that uh, everything in the world is a wave. You know, we have light waves and we have sound waves and we have ocean waves. And same thing in the body. We have brain waves and we have heart waves. And heart waves really um, indicate what's going on with somebody's mood. So um, the Institute of Heart Math looked at, like, the space in between each heartbeat, right. which would be, like, you know, the spot in between each wave. Um, from peak to, to trough, and what they found was like, if it was like, um, if it was really incoherent and like a choppy sea, person was usually frustrated. If it was smooth and calm, like a, like a groundswell, person had a sense of gratitude, which is really interesting. So they actually teach wow. you how to breathe in accordance to create like a, a, a consistent heart rhythm. Wow. And so, and the same thing goes on with brainwave activity. I yeah. No idea. Yeah, it's like really, really cool. So there's this stuff out there that can help people kind of cope. And that's why surfing, I think, is such a healing modality for everybody. Because the instant you throw yourself into the ocean, um, you're in a place where you're in a rhythm. You're totally in this up and down flowing rhythm. And, you know, it's like, you know, when we rock a baby to sleep or, you know, we, um, uh, we're in a hammock and we're like, oh, this is so relaxing. It really is that same kind of deal where, you know, we can change someone's mood uh, and we can change their stress response as a result of, like, getting them out into the ocean. 
So yeah, and there's like tons of different modalities that you know we can totally dive into related to surf therapy and and use use surf for, therapy. Yeah, use for That's all different. It's totally a thing. Surf oh, therapy. Oh man! Total. All right, what is that? Okay, so surf therapy's been around for a long time. It's utilized. It's been a lot. Have you heard of it? No. Really? You never heard of surf you therapy? You own a surf shop and you've never heard of surf therapy. Okay, I mean, so I, I, I put it to my mom and be like, "Mom, it's my own therapy. It, it I gotta is, go it surfing." Totally okay, yeah. So yeah, like totally that sense. Therapy. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. I didn't know I really had my finger on the pulse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah the whole time. You had it. So, um, one of the reasons we have any kind of dysfunction is because of racing thoughts. And if you're bright and intelligent, um, the smarter you are, the more your brain races. Uh, if that's going to be a good thing and you're going to think about wonderful stuff, like how can I create or build this or how can I, you know, start a business. Awesome. If it's related to things you worry about, either past or future, you're going to experience some kind of suffering. And so surfing's a great way to get you totally in the moment. You never stand up on a wave and you're like, I think I got to pay the taxes. No, it's right. like never. never. You know, it totally puts you into the moment. That's right. And even getting out into the ocean is such a different environment. The time that you're in the ocean, you're never thinking about uh, too much other stuff. You're usually just like, when's the next wave coming? This is really fun. That wave was great. You're hooting at your friends. You're yelling at Anuk if she took all your waves. And so, so, <laughs> so like, you know, um, it's, it's this great place to uh, uh, center things and slow that racing process down. So they've used it for a lot of people. Oftentimes, um, uh, people who, who suffer from autism or on the autistic spectrum of some sorts, uh -huh. they happen to be very bright, the mind in the background. What we're seeing really isn't what's really going on, but in the background, there's tons of stuff going on, you know? And so... Um, uh, they get them on surfboards, and that's been a wonderful way to help them uh, oh, relax and that. enjoy. Yeah, and they really, really get a big kick out of the it. Paskowitz, right? Yes, the Paskowitz Surf Camp does does a lot. Yeah, uh, they do a lot with people who are disabled physically as mm -hmm. well. Again, getting somebody out. They the whole time they're there, they're not having a thought about how their disability is holding them down. They're just totally in the moment, like really enjoying it. And so more recently. Um, They've developed um, out in California what's called ocean therapy, and I've looked into that and have done some. Sounds some like something they do in California. Yeah, totally. And so ocean is that, therapy, is it vegan and and cruelty free. Um, it well, it's, it's non GMO for sure. <laughs> depends on how big the waves are. If it's cruelty free, I mean that's. that's a, <laughs> they didn't even need the applause. There we go. All right, we can do this wrong side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Both. That thing is powerful. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Sorry. So, no, no, it's a, so yeah, so um, they, uh, they use it for people who suffer from post-traumatic stress disorder. Oh, so wow. a lot of veterans, and there's great, great um, uh, evidence for veterans who have suffered post-traumatic stress for a long time, and they go surfing, and it's the thing that really helps and, and heals them. Again, they're in an exaggerated, like, startle response. You know, oh, they hear a noise, something moves, um, and then when they're out in the ocean, they can just let all that go. So it's, it's, been a, it's been a really cool thing. There's been a lot of people who have reported really, really good results. Getting them out of places where they were really struggling, struggling to show up for work, struggling to just engage in the basics of life. So wow. I mean, it, it just seems to make sense that, I mean, we're all kind of stardust in a sense. We're all come from the earth, so to speak, mm -hmm. that we're all kind of connected in that way as far as whether it's to each other or to the earth, that the ocean would have <coughs> that sort of healing capability. Yeah, but it seems like it's extra in, in, in this. In like like, it's, but it, like, it seems like it's so primal. Like it's so like something that's within all of us that unless we actually tap into it, we maybe don't 
see it completely. Well, like staring up at the cosmos and all that kind of stuff, like has some sort of, at least for me, a profound effect. Yeah. yeah. Right. Whoa. Right. But it's. But like, I feel like the ocean, though. Like, what, like for people that might come ocean. to the ocean for the first time. You know, when they when they see it, they experience it. They feel the sand in their feet. They get in the water. They float around. They feel it. All of a sudden, it's it's a movement. It's a change. Yeah. And for those of us that get to, to the benefit of being able to feel the ocean all the time, like if you ever feel out of it or or things, I need to go in the ocean. It's like one of those first things where you're like, yeah. I need to just float. Go take a and rinse. You, you float. You rinse. You get the salt water through your body. Yeah. And there's something that it just does naturally that it feels like this is this is where I belong. This is well. You said it naturally, and that's the whole thing. Like I think is different with like looking at the cosmos. You can start to like intellectualize like the your place in the universe and all that right. other kind of stuff, but there's uh, immersive. I know it's like a mm. water kind of word, but when you go into the ocean, that's what happens, and like you can't yeah help but and then it's also where we came from, and so it's like it's biologically, a, yeah. but, it's and it's also world. as a surfer, what is one of the things that you want to do the most is get in a barrel. Yeah. You know, or be in the barrel, and the barrel is with it. You're in that vortex in the, of ocean, the ocean. You're in the, in ocean. the ocean. Yeah, you're in the ocean, in the ocean, and That's you're like in that process. In the episode, in the right. episode. <laughs> That's so, really immersive. Right. <laughs> so that's what's in, in, insane is, is you know you want people like that barrel experience is just like like godly almost. Yeah. You're just yeah. like oh my god. Well, here's here's again here's what's really cool. So when you talk about it being immersive, like um, I think. You know, uh, Steve Hawk, the editor of Surfer, pointed out one time, like, there's waves everywhere. Again, even the atom works in a, a wave function, you know, depending upon how a light atom moves, how a photon moves. It literally is a, a wave. Like, all the equations are based on wave equations. So everything that we're surrounded by is essentially a wave. We're waves. We're a whole bunch of collapsing waves that make up all the energy that we are. Ocean waves are the only, <laughs> ocean waves are the only waves that are to our scale that that's we as true. a physical yeah, person can quote. interact with, right? Yeah, so that that's quote, what yeah. really makes it like amazing. When we get out there and we like do our thing, we're literally riding pure wave energy. So we're constantly surrounded by it. So that's what, like, what Chris is talking about. Like it is a fundamental part of us to be in waves. So when you get people who've never had that experience and you get them into waves for the first time, um, you know, it's, they go, they go crazy. You know, they're like, what was that? You know, it's yeah. like such an amazing Cause it's on your scale. It is on your scale. And you don't need an, an, like a necessarily an instrument or a, a tool to absorb that wave. Like the radio has waves that come into it and you listen to, and you can be impacted by that, but you needed something to, yeah, to like, right. a, uh, experience it's that It's a wave. less direct, right. kind of less and direct. And then when the, an ocean wave hits you, it's like, it's right up against Watch you. Watch kook slams and you'll see what happens when an ocean wave hits you. So good. It's amazing. It's one of my but, favorite. And music <laughs> is Especially a, when the second wave comes and you're like, okay, that's the period between the sets. And it was about 15 seconds for that guy to stand up and get whacked yeah. right back down. Yep. So period with sets too. So same, same thing. Um, when we look at brainwave activity, there's different brainwaves for corresponding states of consciousness. So delta is like really, really um, small. It's like zero to three cycles per second. That's like deep sleep. And then there's like a really nice cool place when you're dreaming or like meditating. That's called theta. And that's like four to seven um, um, cycles per second. And then as it's interesting, as the number grows higher, 
um, there's more thinking. We become more aware. We become more conscious of what's going on around us. Sometimes we worry more, but it's the same thing. As the period in the waves increase, we also have to start becoming more aware because the waves are getting bigger and bigger. And so what was like calm and relaxing now becomes something that's really exciting. Wait, is and it the inverse though, in the way that you were describing it? So if a higher frequency wave in like your uh, brain waves, that'd be uh, like a windswell as opposed that's to the, more calm would be a groundswell. So there's, there's, I really, like, right? I need a, I want a whiteboard next time. Here we go. Time, here we man. go. Oh, got super technical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, but you're right. It's the inverse. Yeah, it's the inverse. Yes. Oh, correct. Okay. Right, yes. Sweet. It would be the inverse. But um, the numbers go up. Yeah. yeah. I just drew boobs by accident. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I just nippleized your boobs. <laughs> so, oh, sorry. I nippleized your boobs. <laughs> supposed to be the amplitude of waves. I just drew two. And <laughs> boobies. You know. Who doesn't like boobies? Uh, wow. So with, there's uh, the brain waves, the heart waves, and all these things are, uh, I guess, related to your mental, like, uh, well-being, I guess, yeah. or like just your physical well-being. So everything's, everything's interconnected. If you're mentally well, the likelihood is that you'll be physically well and vice versa if you take care of your physical body. Uh, if you exercise a lot, again, same thing. If you go out and, and you surf a bunch, and you run and you swim and you do all the things to take care of yourself, your resting heart rate is a lot lower. But you have a tendency to be less stressed. Uh, if you don't do much exercise and you, you, know, you put on unnecessary weight, and your heart rate generally becomes higher and then puts you at a health risk. So surfing itself, just being out in the ocean, as we all love to do whenever we get to do it, like totally is a great way to stay healthy. Um, told you, Mom. I told you. Just saying. That's right, Mom. Mom, where you at? She's over there. Mom is unfaithful. Sure. Mom, mom's, mom's worried about sharks, not your, like, your mental well-being. She's like, you're fine. <laughs> Just watch out for those toothy critters. <laughs> you, know, you know what's crazy? I've had, like, um, I've had back issues for a long time, like, like chiropractor and, like, inversion Same. tables and, like, all that stuff. And I, I went surfing. I went to Costa Rica um, mm -hmm. two weeks ago. And after like a, and I had really messed my back up, like in the gym or something, um, a couple of weeks before, and just surfing for like five days straight, my back like totally got back together. I was like, I, I never thought surfing would be the thing that would help. I always think that surfing's this the thing that's right, ruining my right, back. Right. It's, you know what, it, it was probably actually just like the five days on, of I don't relaxing? know if you worked, but, but like on vacation. Uh, definitely, because I was- That I was, was probably just tense, surfing you're a little more yeah. yeah. relaxed. You get off yeah. the plane and you're just like, Ugh. You immediately feel good to be in a, a different place. In a well, some people place. do. Some people. people like us. I, I would imagine. Oh. <laughs> Uh, all right, so pe speaking of people like us, segue into the next thing. Wow, Ooh. I'm the guy that's doing the segues. You're I the segue. You're segue champ right yeah, now. I know, yeah, crazy. Listen, Guys like plus. us. Yeah, Abs seriously. Uh, so I don't know if you can tell, but uh, we're from New York. So we... <laughs> oh, you want, do you want to play that <laughs> game with two guys from New York? Oh, we will boo you out of this place. Oh, we got enough Bronx cheers. To... It's pretty clear I, mean, I have I mean, the technically worst... Technically, there's three... <laughs> There's <laughs> technically there's three of us from New York. Oh, that's right. You I were was, born in New York. I was, I was born in Queens. 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 I came down when I was three, so technically oh, I kind of, I kind of hold on to, and I've gone back and forth since I was a kid. But Florida is my home. Where in South Queens? Uh, Elmhurst. Elmhurst, nice. My mother is from Jamaica, Queens. She'd yeah. be very. Mom, you hearing that Jamaica, Queens? I got a story. She's not of watching. She I, can't get on Instagram. Who I got a story of Queens <laughs> in my background as well. What do so I yeah, do over here? a lot of Queens here. Yeah. The Rockaways represent Queens. She was raised out in Brooklyn. That's a whole different thing in South Beach. 
Which one? Representing Queens. Oh, um, yeah. Oh. Um, it just occurred to me. I was like, Not yeah, like that, guys. Oh, wait. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, we're from New York, and he was born I'm in New not. York, and I didn't know it the New York show. until uh, we met each other in the lineup here. And somehow we got to talking, and I was like, oh, wait. You grew up in the same town I did, and then we grew up like five miles away from each other. Let me tell you the real story. He heard my horrible New York accent. He was like, oh, dude, you're from New York. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it's pretty bad. I was like, yeah, yeah, let's go get a cup of coffee. After let's this. go get some coffee and a bagel yeah. and a little schmear, and we're good to go. <laughs> Something wrong with this water today? The water's like really. The water, yeah, the, the, the water's the water. all fucked up today. Yeah. It's you funny know. when when so you're supposed to sound like Andrew Dice Clay. It's what you're telling me. Well, uh, it's pretty, pretty inevitable. <laughs> it's pretty inevitable. <laughs> guys. I mean, I, ch- I try to clean it up. It's funny when I go back home. Yeah. And drop uh, right back. Right. It, it comes right back. But all my friends, they're like, "Awesome! Did you just say awesome?" <laughs> they're like, dude, dude, that wave was awesome, bro. You have no idea, bro. It was sick. It was getting barreled. It was crazy. <laughs> And that's hey, the wizard goods. That's awesome. And then we go get a bacon, egg, and cheese. The, the bacon, egg, and cheese is irresistible. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm glad so, that's uh, not only just up there, but down here as well. Because I can't imagine that the, a bacon, egg, and cheese is bad anywhere. Uh, it's way better there. It's not. Uh, yeah. Well, it's like a thing. Like, we went on a oh, pilgrimage when oh, we went surfing. Yeah. Like, when we went surfing in, in Long Island. And when was it? September? Yeah. We, like, went on, on a pilgrimage to get, like, the, the one of the best bacon, egg, and cheese. And, and it was where'd you find it? Yeah, in Long Beach. Just Long like, Beach, man. Like yeah. I said, Long Beach Deli. Caught some bitchin' waves, and then we got a bacon, egg, and cheese. Oh, boy. Bitchin'. Bitchin'. Yeah. Oh, Segment's man. over. Good night, so guys. good. See you later. So, <laughs> yeah, so we met in the lineup here, and then um, I realized there's another guy that actually knows how to wear a wetsuit in Miami. And we bonded ever since. We went surfing in New York. We've been surfing here. We haven't taken it... Uh, it, we got to take it international. I'm waiting for the big invite for the international trip. Yeah. So, so is our studio audience. All right. Yeah. All right. So th- I think that, like the real the point of this segment is to point out maybe some of the similarities and differences in surfing uh, back up in New York and surfing down here. Because I know for me it was like a huge, there's, huge. There's, there's a great New York word. Huge difference. Um, you, now here's what's really interesting. I found, so when I first moved to Florida, I moved to central Florida. And so Miami is like, you know, it's like, and an I mean, what earth. do New Yorkers think of Miami? Like, is it the Riviera of the East coast? Do people from New York? Cause I mean, New York and Miami have always gone hand in hand, right? We always get a bunch of New Yorkers down here. I mean, it was a like place a my grandparents went to, you know, <laughs> really? Uh, That's awesome. So true. My my great-grandmother lived here in, like, the 50s or something. Uh, But it wasn't, like, hot on my list of places to go as a guy from New York that liked to surf. Right. I went to school here. And then that kind of, that's what kind of brought me back. Where'd you go to school? At University of Miami. Oh, you went to... So I moved, I, when I first came down, I went to Florida Institute of Technology. Right. And so there were waves up there. It was really fun. But it was, like... Central Florida, there's like not a whole lot going on besides. Like, <laughs> <just> like, <laughs> Why did you guys choose Florida? Because it wasn't New York. 
no, I chose Florida because I opened up a surf magazine uh, that had a article on the ten best surf schools in the country. ESM and, and I know ESM it, had yeah. a yeah ES, I think mm-hmm. it was ESM. Yeah, and it, it was, was like the ten best surf schools in the country in Florida. And I just applied to yeah. all of them. There and Florida that. Tech was yeah. the one I got into. Yeah. So I was like, I guess I'm going to Central Florida. Yeah. Sebastian Inlet, it is. That's I, how I it also works. looked at Florida Institute of Technology. Yeah. Okay, well, you know, surf. Surf is important, uh, for, especially for guys that surf in... Well, this is one of the main differences. Right. I found... The seasons. Yeah, I found... <laughs> so, like, wearing trunks all year round. Yeah, it's amazing. That's I mean... A, well, that was the other thing, too. Surfing in super cold weather with a 5 mil really did my back in. Like, you... And the really? wetsuit... Dude, I, I, what, I've been... This is gonna, <laughs> like getting in and out of it. This is gonna, <laughs> like, it oh, that'll the, throw the your fir- back out the for first sure. Time. Yeah, actually, the first time. I'm done. I should say surfing is horrible. I should totally Never surf better for the amount of years that I've, I've been surfing, but I've been surfing for like 26 years. And so the wetsuit technology like 25 years ago oh, yeah. was miserable. Like yeah. you had a chest zip that started at yeah, your yeah. bicep uh-huh. and went all the way to like the other bicep. Because uh-huh. there was so, no stretch in the no. That was, that was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one, right? If you yeah. had one of those, you were like, yeah. I, got a, I got a good one. I know that I can one. get in here. <laughs> and there was no there was no elasticity to the wetsuit. Right. So like it was really, really and bad. stitching everywhere. You're like, oh, oh And everything God. leaked. Chafing. Oh. Chafing. Oh, yeah. Everywhere from those. Oh, it was horrible. So, yeah, like the move down to Florida was great. And then I was just like, it's funny, like every, every hour south you go in Florida, the water gets like five degrees warmer. So I'm like, I'm just going to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> like I, stopped, I like did, did like a seven year stop off in, in um, central Florida. I was like, I'm just going to keep going, man. Yeah, it's, like, <laughs> it's like five degrees warmer and a foot smaller. It's yeah. probably going to go south. Every, every. By the time you're like Miami, you're like, well, we're going to negative. <laughs> it's cold really cold hot out here, but you know what? There's no way. You're like, well, it's getting chilly yeah. out. Time to keep moving. Yeah. It's like yeah. 78. It's chilly. I didn't, I, I mean, even even in central Florida, I don't think anybody really thought there were waves down here, but on like the rarest of occasions. Right. And it was funny. So I came down for a New Year's and um, it, it, there was wind chop. And the wind chop was like hilariously fun wind chop. And I was like, and hilariously fun. Yeah, that's a great like, word for South yeah, Beach wind chop. Well, because, well, most people they think wind chop. They're like, it's horrible. I'm not yeah, going yeah, out. Yeah. And I tell people all the time, like, that's what drives us. Like, no, our wind chop is one of the funnest wind chops around. Like said, Absolutely, best it, shitty wave spot on the planet. You could you could not surf wind chop in Central Florida. Like, it was no. usually really bad. Yeah. Usually really deep. Usually really mushy. If it wasn't a swell, it was like, uh. So yeah, there was like, and there was like a ton of guys out, and was, I was like, oh, oh my God, there's these a lot guys of are really surfing. desperate. No, these guys surf really well. <laughs> the, you know, the the one image I can remember, coincidentally, is Malaga, like on, like ripping, and I was like, wow, look at that guy with his hair flowing and like the whole, di- like the whole yeah, deal. Get, yeah. Yeah. So that was it. That was like that was burnt, and I was like. Maybe I could move down to Miami. That was, yeah. like, the thing that got me to, like, hey, maybe I'll move down to Miami. And then I moved down to Miami, and people started yelling at me in the water, and that was, like, fun, too. <laughs> yeah, so, all right, so this is so one. I, this so is I met the locals. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I met the locals. Yeah, so in New York, we got locals, but it's, there's so much beach that it's, and I guess, like, in the wintertime, there's so few people that used to do it that it was never really a thing. I don't know if it's a thing now, like, if, if people, like, are really hassling, but, like, with the exception of like one spot really in Long Island I can think of, or maybe a couple, there's like no one hassling. Um, it's pretty, it has become pretty crowded. Um, my friends tell me that um, 
Like even in the winter and people are in wetsuits, there's tons of people surfing really? all over the place. Yeah. Those damn wetsuits got better. They got huh? really good, man. <laughs> they got really good. So a That's lot it. of people a lot of people tend to surf. So they're even becoming like old curmudgeons now. Like in the middle of the winter, they'll be like, Oh, it was like fifteen people surfing the peak. Yeah. Was, wow. All right. Yeah. I mean that makes sense, definitely. I mean, look, you're outside of Manhattan. Right. You have all the five boroughs that have train access to waves. So it's it's inevitable that eventually people are gonna be like, oh, that looks fun. Yeah. And the wetsuits are good. And the wetsuits are good. And then there's like, uh, you know, local shops that'll let you change coming from the train or the Rockaway Surf Club that lets you have like a locker there and like yep. tons set it up for it, I guess now. I've, I've, I've got to do this I've thing done. called New York surfing. I know. Uh, so we just planned the trip. Oh. We just planned do the tell. trip. September. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. So you, sh yeah, let's, uh, ladies. Ladies, ladies. Applause. Ladies. Applause. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Miguel, who's been a guest on the show, has been very interested when he started seeing all those barrel pictures from last September. And he's like, wait, you come from the land of barrels? And I was like, just in September. Just in yeah. <laughs> a very yeah, small window. Well, at okay. least in the ones that he'd go, because yeah. like, he's like uh, super Miami style. And was like, so I'm not wearing a wetsuit. Oh, oh, yeah. Um, he'd wear a wetsuit. For three, yeah, in September. Yeah, yeah it, it, it just depends where and when in September and what the air is doing, because it could get really cold. But yeah, it's a, it's, it is a great place to surf, especially... Um, you know, we have um, these great A-frames here. There's um, a lot of, there's a multitude of different waves all over New you York. you say surf culture is a lot heavier up there than it is down here? Heavier? In a sense that there's a lot more of it? I don't know. Um, I think, you know, again, what's really cool is I, I love the fact that I felt really at home here compared to any other place that I've been a surfer because you got a city. I grew up looking at the grimy... Uh, skyline of Long Beach surfing you know like that's it and so I love looking up and seeing a city it's just something I'm used to same thing with like surfing next to a jetty uh -huh. you know the majority of the time if I'm not surfing with freaking frack at third, third street sometimes <laughs> I go all the way down sometimes I go all the way down that's to the jetty saying. and I surf I surf next to the jetty and uh yeah because I just grew up surfing next to jetties right. you know so there's um there's a lot of similarities. There's a lot of similarities to it. Yeah, there's but a lot the, of similarities. The, I, don't I, know, I, the, I mean, I, 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 I always go back into it with reps or people in the industry and stuff like that. That you know, Miami, we have a underground surf culture in a sense. Underground in the sense that you know, there's a lot of us, but it's not as if the majority of people think that there's waves here. Well, in that's Miami. it. People in you know, so most people don't think that there's any sort of surf culture it. here. And so it, it makes funny. it a bit of a challenge. That's what it but is. I feel like as you go from Fort Lauderdale North in the state of Florida, you know, whether it's surf culture or you're a boat guy or you're a fisherman, yeah, yeah. it's kind of like implanted. That's right. just mm -hmm. part of life. And you have generations of that. Whereas you, you, you don't have it as much down here. And it seems like from, again, Florida, as you go all the way up to the Northeast, where there is a coastline and it's rugged and there's waves, you kind of have that culture a little bit more built in. Yeah. And that, in a sense, was what I was asking. Is it a little bit heavier up there? 
and I, that there's there's that much more of a surf culture than what we have here. I think in with all more the surf exposure, shops, more things. Yeah, I think with all the exposure, it's really grown just with the popularity of surfing. People realize, but like for years, people are like you're gonna surf in New York. Yeah. Like remember growing up, right. like we, like we totally get ridiculed. Like people are like you're a surfer. Like, was it because they're like dude, the water's dirty? Why would you go in there? Kind well, of stuff. Dude, the water was really dirty back right. in the day. Oh, it was bad. Yeah, yeah. it's gotten so much better. Right. It's I used to, I, I used to call the local news. And be like, hey, um, found hypodermic needles on the beach. You guys may want to come down and cover this. And they're like, oh, really? Is there a beach closure? No. Dude, we what? <laughs> you want you want to hear you want to hear a crazy story? Um, I forget if it was like Robbie Blevins or somebody. So we were we were at the um, we we're at the one of the unsound contests. It might have been Lido Surfing Sport. I forget what it, how long ago. What it, but we're at one of the contests, and literally one of the dudes like just turned pale white and he had his board and he was ready to go out for his heat. And I'm like, what's up, dude? And he just like lifts his foot and there's like a needle. And I just like pick up the needle. I'm like, sorry. (laughs) 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 But you could see he like went and I was like, and so you got all these pros, they've all come in to like enjoy like New York surfing and get the whole vibe. And he has to step on a needle. And I'm like, oh, what a bad rap for New York surfing. Uh, it must have been a South, yeah. Southwest well. Oh, that was dude. windswells would bring them in. The, wet, the Southwest wells would blow all the yeah. trash in from, yeah. From, yeah. Where's, where does it come from? Comes so, from the city, man. Yeah, so they used to, like, you're, so, okay, they, they so would do dumping. Give me a little idea, because I can't think of it right now. Long Beach is in relation to New York City. It's 20 miles west. New York City is 20 miles west of Long Beach. Okay, got it. Like, directly. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, and there's one like, mile south. <clears throat> yeah, so, it's going. Uh, see the steam moving. Yeah, so what happened? Like, they, they take they take medical waste on. out and they bring it out to sea to try to get rid of it for cheaper than uh, the the right Where way to do it. Procedures and are. so they just dump it, and then and then you get like a windswell that would blow all that stuff back up on shore. Uh, they dumped uh, the medical waste, and Billy Joel sung songs about it. <laughs> New York state of mind. Well, not that one, but right. um, <laughs> yeah. So that I mean, and then you know, like uh, New York did. New York did actually. Uh, a needle in my foot. It wasn't as bad later because we had uh, a lot of environmental efforts that went yeah. down in New York to, that cleaned up the Hudson River a, a huge amount. Uh, like we have the Miami Waterkeeper here. Right. There was uh, originally the what they call it. It was. Uh, the Hudson River River Keeper. The River Keepers, yeah, right. yeah. And that, yeah. that became the Water Keeper, um, Biscayne Bay Water Keeper that's down here. We've wow. donated a bunch of money to the River Keepers, yeah, over the years. Um, but one of my friends, um, Orazio, is a Bay Constable. Remember, we were joking oh, about I the know, Bay Constable. Right? Yeah, you yeah. met Zio, right? Yeah, on the, the ser- Zio's awesome. If you come to New York, you'll meet Zio. He's a, he's a, he's a good dude. September, he looks, huh? He looks like The Rock. He's hilarious. Yeah. He's got like a shaved head. He's like a he's like a, a police officer. You will order. have a Long Island accent when the t- by the time you're done hanging out in Long Beach. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. So in any event, he's a he's a bay constable, and he said that they um they put like certain moratoriums on bunker, and so now all bunker these... is a uh, bait fish. Menhaden is yeah. the I think the real name you would know better than but uh so so bunker means all the whales are coming back uh-huh. all the all the fish are coming back so like even in like you'll be driving past wendy's and there'll be like a little canal and he's like yeah there was a whale in that canal the other day get the fuck out of get here get the fuck out of here isn't it amazing yeah super cool so i mean 
that's uh, one Whoa. thing I think is really cool that's happened in New York that's is awesome. that uh, the wildlife has come back. I mean, there's peregrine falcons and all yep. the bridges. Mm -hmm. uh, we got is, is uh, that whales because offshore. of something that the people are doing up there in order for that to happen, or is this just happening? Yeah, laws a change. natural cycle. No, we, we screwed it up real bad, and then they started to make regulations it. to yeah. sort of fix it. I mean, it got really bad. Well, obviously, like the, whales, the whales are coming for a reason. It was yeah. Whatever they fixed, was that for that? I mean, having, like, syringes wash up on your beach on the Whales regular. don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> there was, it's so crazy. I went up for a... Um, uh, I went up for an anniversary party, and a whale washed up on the beach. Oh, and they I saw buried that. it. Yeah, they buried it at Laurelton. Yeah, so there was like a giant whale that they just dug a big hole and put some lime and buried it. Stinky. It's gonna be it's gonna be pretty funky. So that was yeah, that was just uh, last month. Oh. So imagine as it gets warmer. Oh yeah. I don't know it's gonna go down with that. But you know there are gonna be people digging for whale bones. Like you know <laughs> there's gonna be people digging for whale bones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A giant whale head. Just cart what else, what else have we got about New York and uh, surfing down here? What similarities and differences have we got? I um, I think how about crowd? How about like how about localism in a sense of localism? Well, like that's kind of what we were talking about before. It wasn't really the case when we were growing up at all. I mean, like if you saw another guy in the lineup, it was like especially in the winter. Like you're like yeah. thank God there's you somebody else here. You look for people. You look yeah. for people to surf with like the, in those years because it gets kind of crazy and gets kind of heavy and it gets cold and like something that would happen here and you'd be like oh like I sprained my ankle and I need to like trudge across the beach well there's a lot of people out on the beach and if like you fell down someone would but if you did that in New York in the middle of winter like you could freeze to death like you would definitely you would definitely look for people you would definitely look for other stuff going on just to be around especially right. if the waves are bigger because right. if, if it got gnarly you were you could be in a tight and it spot. does get way bigger up there way more regularly right. than it does so, down and here does it pick up pretty quick like, you know how, like in Hawaii, for example, no, like you really. could be it's out there East Coast and it's kind of fun and still manageable and all of a sudden you know that the swell is going to come around and all of a sudden it jacks up an extra three, four feet and you're um, um, just a couple set waves and all of a sudden it just consistently starts to come in and you're like, how am I going to get in? No, I, I think so there's much. I think there's too it, much continental shelf for that. Right. right. But it does, um, like when a nor'easter comes in, like you, you're like, you'll know about it the day before and it'll be like pretty serious. Yeah, it can, it can change in like a day. Yeah. Can go, like here, you know, it goes from like flat to double overhead in, you know, 12 hours or something like that. And then it goes back to flat in two hours. Well, up there. Up there, it sticks around Welcome to my Yeah, up there, you'd have like two or three <laughs> yeah. days, maybe, or something like that. Other, other, that's, a, that's a big difference. Yeah. It's like when you get waves there, it's, with the exception of like just cold front waves or something, uh, it's a longer swell duration. Yeah. You get like two, three day swells. I think, more regularly. I think the other thing too, one of the things I love about this community, and I'm like, um, from being here for 15 years, I'm honored to even be sitting in a seat and knowing all you guys and people like Lou. Um, it's a smaller, like more tight knit community. Right. That's and so like when you're, you're compact, when, when you put your dues in and you stick around and people see your face over and over again, and it's really kind of cool. There's, I guess an older guard that there kind of was, so like if we go up and like we go visit a surf shop, we know those guys and they remember us, you know. But now there's just so many people surfing that you're kind of like lost in the woods. Right. Where okay, down yeah. here, if you pat like I paddle out and I look around and like it's like there it is, it's everybody I know, you know. It's like 
I, I can probably name 60% of the people sit, sitting right next to me, you know, which is really cool. And so that's, I, I guess, a main difference, but I think that's one of the good things about, you know, the lack of waves all the time. It hasn't really pushed it to the point where, like, you know, people want to really live here for that purpose. Right. So I'm going to chime in, and I'm going to kind of pull into the namesake of what I do in regards to Transition King. And I'm going to go ahead and ask, how is it, are there a lot of people that do like teach their girlfriend how to surf or teach others how to surf up there in a way that, I mean, you figure like in, in the sense that it's so Smooth. tropical down here, it's so tropical down here that it's like going into the water. It's like an everyday kind of thing. And if there's small the little waves, time if you're from Kendall, right? You're like, well, the water's still warm, yeah. but at the end of the day, like you can, there's so many little waves that you can teach people in. So it almost becomes really commonplace, but I mean, up North it's cold. Like, is it like, are people just like, yeah, please teach me how to surf or I'm going to teach you how to surf today? Uh, I think they, have, like, they get like a fever for it because you're like cooped up all winter. And so you get that like totally. first like 80 degree day and like everyone's listening to the Beach Boys and they got like Margaritaville on. Right. But if, your girl, like, but if your girlfriend wanted to go, to go surf and you've been cooped up and there's an opportunity to surf and it's a little bit warmer, are you stoked on showing her to surf or are you just going to go out there and be well, like, hey, babe. that's a whole babe. other thing. That's not a New York I, thing. That's I, just a... To, to, agree, to agree with Brad, there's a certain sense of urgency in summer in New York where people like are ripping their hair out to get stuff done because they only have four months of good <laughs> the weather. Su the summer surf yeah. start June first or Memorial does Day weekend? Okay, because I know the water doesn't get really warm warm until like close to September. It's like there's like two unofficial starts. There's the first like really warm weekend day. So right. It's like whereas cold. the weather's warm but the water's still cold. The water will be like 46 degrees, but Blech. it's like. God. 78 degrees out that God, day. God, who does that? And so they're Why like, would you do that? So they're like, let's go surfing. It's, it's a good for your skin. Day. And so there's like people laying out and it's like, it's hot out, it's nice out, but the water is still like penguin cold. And so you see these people just like paddling around and you're like, oh, oh, geez. Like they're going to get hypothermia. Like you don't realize like how. Dude, I surfed Long Branch once. I surfed Long Branch once over the 4th of July weekend in, in Jersey. Yeah. And I, it was hot out. And I was like, sweet. And it was a little wave. I'm like, you know, and it wasn't breaking that far out. It was breaking off one of the little jetties and stuff. And I was like, stoked. Died how cold it was. <laughs> oh, my Lord. I jumped in with board shorts being like, this shouldn't be that big of a deal. Could not survive. <laughs> Dude, like bitter. The, the. The water is a, a, a good month behind the air. So if the air is At warmed least. up a bit, the water is a good month behind uh, the air. And then that we may be a, too. That may be a thing that, that inhibits the um, taking taking your significant other surfing. Yeah. Is the instant they stick a toe in the water, I, like, I feel nah, like, nah, I no feel like your girlfriend, if she hasn't surfed before, is probably one of those types that's going to be as soon as they hit cold water and be like, no thanks. I mean, oh, this is a big topic. I don't know. My wife is nuts. She'll do anything. Love She's, you, T-Bone. She is, she is adventurous. I'm giving you a compliment because I'm going to make fun of you in a little bit. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Smart man. Little, little honey. Right. She, so, she so, probably got bored of watching uh, <laughs> 20 minutes ago. She's got the attention like Two minutes span. into it, she's like, and I saw you. At least I can yeah, say yeah, I saw yeah. you. She's like, squirrel. Yeah, I saw you, honey. <laughs> yeah, you're wonderful. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. fantastic. I'll have to fast forward this in the edit. <laughs> get, get up to this part. So the topic here is the joys slash hardships of trying to teach a significant, significant other how to surf. Yes. And... And, and, that change, and that changes wherever you're and at. I mean, like, 
mean, Hawaii, California, Florida, yeah. New York. I think I think it's really pretty much up to the location. I think like doesn't even matter the couple that's trying. It's pretty much the location. I I think if you're gonna teach somebody, Miami is probably the most teacher friendly place. Interesting. You know because I. I had to do, um, so when I first moved down to Miami, I picked up a job with Florida Surf Lessons, which I don't even think they're around anymore. And um, yeah, and so I, I, would, I would give lessons, and the, um, it was always great when you're in Miami because it's super shallow. The, you know, it's so easy to put, get somebody into a wave, teach them what's going on. If they fall, they're not nervous. They don't feel like they're going to drown. There's like nothing. So it was like the best place. And the waves are always tiny. So if you got somebody on a really big board, you can get them up and surfing. I see. As point. soon as the waves picked up, like then it just became carnage, you know? And like, you'd have to, like tourists on foam boards and they're totally getting rocked. And like, oh, it'd be, it'd be. And if it were big enough, people like wouldn't get waves, you know? Right. Like they wouldn't be able to catch waves. Uh, or they get waves and get annihilated, you know? So it was like, so I found, I found Miami just because it's always warm. Uh, the waves are small and playful, typically shallow. Like, it's a great place to, to I think teach you're right. people. Yeah, I mean, it has those points. It's, it's when you're trying to teach people about the wave mechanics a little bit that becomes a little bit challenging because yeah. when you have just like short period wind-driven swell here, it's oh. kind of choppy all over the place and you explain to people, you're like, well, this is what we're used to over here. But most places, if you were to take a surf lesson in Hawaii or California, you're going to see things kind of break in the same place and do this and that. And, totally and, and sometimes explaining that to people is a little challenging. I would I probably learned, not even I try. I learned to surf here, and the first time I saw a ground swell, I was so confused. It's like, what? <laughs> really? It's, it was so long before the next wave. And then it's like, does the same thing every time? What's going on? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> so easy. Really? To, but it also was confusing because right. I was like, it took it, – I'm, it broke like way in front of me. Right. I, I expected it to just like come out of nowhere and jack up and pitch. <laughs> and like, and, oh, and sometimes that, that's a challenge is that you have so many people that are either just learning or just really super intermediate that with those lulls when there's swell, they're like, this is easy because it's not like our waves break oh, out that further. the Flotopia they, yeah, swell. They, they paddle out and they're just like, this is great. And then all of a sudden they see a little wave coming around, they turn around and it's not like they're looking over their shoulder. They're just like blinders and like, this is what I'm supposed to do. I'm going to paddle. And the way that the wave breaks here and the way that the bottom is, is it sucks up and it just pitches you out there. So all of a sudden you've got these people that are like, you know, just like full on, just flying Whee! darts. You know, all of a sudden they're just like, and they get lifted and they're like, they realize all of a sudden six feet in the air and there's no bottom to it. And they're just like, this sucks. And then uh, that's mean, what I say. This is fun. Yeah. I love that part. I mean, it's fun to watch. Full the, frog, man. The, just, um, the Flotopia, like carnage is like one of my favorite yeah. times to go surfing. Natalie actually posted, uh, oh God, about this so topic. Fun. She was the one who took that picture of Tony G, oh my uh, God. in that little wave coming across with all the, those guys in the wave on floats, sunglasses on, cocktails. Oh, that's the There's best a girl picture. with her top falling down. I mean, incredible. That's uh, just the, the, the insanity of like bobbing and weaving through like all the mayhem is like totally fun. And then the looks people give you when you like, you know, catch a wave and they're like, the hell was that? 
Yeah. So the, uh, I mean, it's a, it's a chess match out there. You know, there's a combination of if you're going to your local, uh, going to a spot, there's the locals that are out there that are surfing. There's some that know what they're doing. There's some of the locals <laughs> that don't know what they're doing. Some of them love going lefts only, and some of them love only going rights only. And understanding those little things about people help you with your surfing because you're like, oh, I see this person's out. I'm kind of positioned around that person. That guy likes to do that. That person likes to do that. I'm going to put myself over here, contingent on what that little sandbar is like and stuff. I mean, personally, that's what I enjoy because there's that like the whole mental yeah, aspect chess, of it bit yeah of you're just like this and this and you're constantly moving around because our surface isn't that great and so when you and do that with somebody else that you're teaching right that's like a whole the other, other yeah. level of it yeah. you're like okay uh that person's gonna paddle i know they're gonna paddle right. so i can't push them into this wave right. or that person's gonna cut them off and if i do it they're gonna like collide right. even though it was like the right away you yeah. know i mean yeah. And like at the end of the day, I tell people that I'm teaching out around here. I'm like, listen, if you can figure out surfing here, you can surf anywhere. Yeah, easily. It's totally funny when like then certain people get panicky. You know, like you oh, push them in the a wave, panic. you get a wave, and they don't, and they and they see people, and then they don't know what to do, and they just totally freak, and that's like, oh god, that's when you really worry. Like I, I would, I, like little kids sometimes, and push them into the wave, and they're going, and I just see a family, and you just see bodies just flying because <laughs> they're on a big board. They're just chum, 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 people taking off in all directions. It's like popcorn. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, like... It's all right, so I got some funny pictures. I brought right. two funny pictures. All right, all right. All right. so this is T-Bone surfing in. This is T-Bone surfing in Miami. Picture number one. All right, so this is my wife. And this is the joys of taking your wife surfing. Look at that smile. Start off in that camera there. Look at that smile. Tremendous, enormous smile. How many waves was it before that she was able to do that? She looks like she's good. This was like a really fun little ground swell about six years ago. Yeah, look. I mean, she's got a little bottom turn going on there. Yeah, dude, she kills. But she's like on that NSP, which like weighs thirty pounds and is like indestructible. Right. So So this is super happy. Into the session, how many waves before she was on that like that? She was, she's, she's good. She's, she's gotten like, us right off the She's back. a really, really talented snowboarder. Uh-huh. She's really, really good. So like that helps. It, the, the paddling and catching the wave, that's not, hard. Not so much. The riding of said wave, she does really well. Like she oh. like surprises the crap. Right. Yeah. Which, I mean, when I teach people, I'm like, you know, if you've got some sort of board Sport. techniques, yeah. like mm-hmm. once you're on your feet, it's a little bit easier. Yeah, yeah. Right. But the hardest part of surfing it's, is catching the wave and get yeah. to your feet. And so when you don't catch the wave correctly, then you wind up like, like that. Hi, well, babe. A little ice bag. She's, this is when she took, she took the surfboard to the throat. Uh, and this is us in, in Fort Pierce, and we're at Sharky's. Oh, I noticed the picture. Yeah, yeah that's definitely Sharky's. And so she's, icing up, order? she's icing up the throat. Oh, the clam strips, bro. Come on. The clam Really? I love the clam strips. I never get those there. Oh, they're, they're delicious. But the crinkled I, flies are really good. Oh, I always, I always get the white tip. Yeah. Um, Just, sorry. Yeah, it's a good sandwich. And then, uh, oh, they got really good smoked fish dip there, too. Yes, I've had that. So that, that's, definitely the, that's definitely right there, the ups and downs of teaching you. Like, again, like... And sometimes soon, that can happen like yeah, that. Yeah, as soon as the waves got, a, like, a little bit bigger, and she was like, I don't know about this. And, and there I was think like that was before you guys even rate. got married, right? That was before we got wow, married. Wow, so it worked out after all. I'm surprised you married <laughs> me after that rodeo. <laughs> She's like, I know you threw me out to the wolves, but I'll marry oh, there you. There we go. <laughs> I love that sign, man. I'm taking that. I'm putting that on my wall in my office. <laughs> So, yeah, it is not an easy road to, to go down, to try. Because, I mean, what's the best and what's the worst? I think the worst case scenario is really bad. And the best case scenario is, eh. But not everyone is built to teach to surf. 
That's even true. if it's your own girlfriend yeah, or if yeah, it's your own boyfriend. I think like even if you are built I've, for I've it, had to teach friends of mine's girlfriends and wives how to surf because they just get so impatient and they're just like, and they've come to me, the, the girlfriends and wives come to me like, he's not going to teach me. So I'm like, all right, whatever. Way better idea because right. there's no tension. Right. There's no like, you didn't wash the dishes two weeks ago, so I'm gonna like hold that over you when you push me into the wave the wrong way or something. Very vindictive. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Because I like yeah, washing dishes. I do. That's funny. That's well, you know, it, I mean, old shit comes up all of a sudden, it's, it gets very passionate. Right. And, and then uh, sometimes there's the ego thing involved, like you can't tell me what's up, and be like, well, I'm the one that surfs, and you wanted to learn how to surf, so I'm kind of telling you what's up. Do you not want to learn and be like, well, and all of a sudden it's a fight and you're like, well, you go off on your own and I'm just going to go surf. And yeah. So the, the best line is the shut up. Let me do it myself. That's the oh, best yeah. one you get. Oh, like, yeah. Shut up. Let me do it myself. All right. I love that you're one. On that own. happens every single time. That's right? when you Anything push them and drift them into that short break. You're like, sure, go for it. Right there. <laughs> Give them a little. Enjoy push. that. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, right. That was, Nobody one. likes that one. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, someone film this kook slams. <laughs> <laughs> like this relationship's not gonna last. Might as well get at least one good Instagram clip out of this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honey, go ahead. I, I mean, are there any tips for those guys that want to teach their girlfriends how I to surf? I think you should go to like a reputable uh, surf school or surf instructor and enroll them in that class, maybe with some of their girlfriends or boyfriends or friends. So they have like, because there's no freaking way that you should do it yourself. Really? Absolutely not. You just, you just unsexied that so badly. Is, 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 is that, no is way. that, is like, that in general? You, yeah, yeah, I absolutely. Mean, Look, I used to ladies and gentlemen, we all have our own opinions. Look, I taught. This I, is one Bradley Wells's opinion. I, I taught snowboarding uh, for like 10 years um, and during that time, I taught family members and friends how to do it. It was the worst experiences in my life and their lives. And friends can, and family members versus people you don't know. People I don't know, they had awesome experiences. Right. All, now, that's not to say that, like, my mom... What's that say about you and the way that you come off and the way that you teach? <clears throat> because I've also watched my brothers try to teach their significant others how to do this. Uh, I, so it's a Wells problem. No, it's, just, it's, it's really just... <laughs> You're, you're too close to the situation. There's, right. there's, there's a tremendous part of me that wants to argue that, but then the part of me that's a therapist that knows you can't give therapy to your own family, that kind of makes a lot of sense. Right. Yeah, just, because you can't, like, like, you can't sit down, like, if I ever have to give anyone in my family a suggestion, they're like, don't give me that therapy shit. <laughs> the exactly. Yeah. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's like, I'll and you're do like, Jesus, I'm not being a therapist right now. the wrong sign? That was a laugh, not a clap. <laughs> So my brother tried to teach uh, his now wife, uh, my sister-in-law, uh, how to snowboard. Were they the ones that just got married last summer? No. Oh, that was another wedding you went up for. I was, yeah. yeah. And um, so my brother's uh, advice was, Don't and, ever and, teach and, him and only advice uh, to his then girlfriend, now uh, wife, wife, is get mad at the mountain. I've never heard that before. Yeah, you're not turning because you're not mad enough at the mountain. If you would become more mad at the mountain, you would turn appropriately. So it would be like, Christian, like you're that. doing great at surfing, um, but if you become more mad at the wave, you would uh, surf more effectively. Put some aggression into it. Yeah. Exactly. That was, that, was, that was his one piece and only one piece of advice during the whole teaching process. Oh. 
Yeah, no, none of that. It went out the window. Um, that's, so. that's another theory. It's called primal scream, where you just really get mad at things and you yell. It's actually a real modality of therapy. They give you like a rubber hose and they have you like literally like beat a punching bag to get yeah, all your aggression like, out. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't so think that it, does I, make sense. I don't think it works with snowboarding. Are there like panic know, rooms like that or something like that where you're supposed to like break stuff? And you're I supposed feel like to this like would release. definitely work in South Beach. We can have like a whole club devoted to this. You know, you probably easily have like 5,000 square feet, kind of break it up into rooms and have all this stuff and be packed every single day. Yeah, yeah. Like. Just the traffic <laughs> alone you wanna, oh, creates. Yeah. Do you want to break stuff? Don't get me started on traffic. Jesus. Similarities between, similarities between New York surfing. I really got close to the mic on that one. Sorry about that. I got really pumped up about that. Similarities are traffic. Like, there's not a whole lot of traffic in Central Florida. There's a lot of traffic in Miami, and there's a lot of traffic in New York. And I have a repeating... Are they comparable? Dude, I have a repeating nightmare that the waves are firing, and I'm trying <laughs> to get to the beach, and I'm, it, like, deadlocked on, like, the southern state. Like the state. Brooklyn Bridge. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, deadlocked on the southern <laughs> state, and I'm like, I can't get to... Which would be similar, like, like trying to cruise yeah, well, up on, uh, on 95 yeah. or, like, the Palmetto or something. Like, I can't get... I or start, or start on Ocean Drive at 15th trying to get to, like, First Street it's, it's, on, like, a Memorial Day weekend. No, that, that would be, that'd be oh. like, trying to go from, like, Lincoln to Laurel. To Ain't ever making it. Those are, two sim <laughs> those are two similarities. And I'm sure the other things we see with regard to similarities is, like, the amount of like poorly placed surfboards on 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 top of cars, like oh. fins the wrong direction, <laughs> like things flying off yeah, all yeah. over the place. There's yeah, kooks dude. everywhere. Oh yeah gotta, yeah, yeah, gotta love a kook. I mean, we're all kooks in our own ways. I, but I kook it up every day. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Uh, I think we're I think we're done. Yeah. I think we I think we did an episode. Do you, is that an episode? Do you guys have anything else you want to ask or add? That was a lot of fun, ladies. We did, we did like an hour and something. That's what it yeah. seems like oh, usually. Yeah, yeah. That was short. But like, listen, we do, we pop through these things so quickly. You're like, dude, what was that? 15 minutes? You're like, that was an hour and a half. Oh, actually, there's one thing I wanted to, I wanted to figure out. How do you out get your time. hair so well? Oh, like yeah. That, that was, honestly, yeah. We wanted some, some style hair. tips. Some good hair right the hair, there. My hair. Some good hair. I work really hard in my hair. It's good hair. It shows. Oh. Uh, yeah. I want to go up to Unsound and do the show from up there. You want to do the show up at Unsound? Yeah. Well, Bradley and I have we talked about what we're going what to do once to a do. month. We're going to do a different surf shop. We're going to That's highlight. Cool. We're working our way up September. to September. September. We're doing it there. All right, so I'm, I'm going. I'm going to really California. Mike. Right. I'm going to be still going to California. You. Hope you're talking to you, buddy. We're coming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Mom, Dad, uh, we're bringing the whole crew. We're uh, getting to Winnebago. Don't sell the house before then. Um, we're all coming. We're getting a Winnebago. It's going to be Say fun. Say Bradley's little blankie. I want to see it. I got it. I mean, my mom can bring out the baby books, embarrass the hell out of me. Did, you, did you tell them about your oh, board collection? God. Oh, gosh. Bradley's got like 97 boards that all look like, like Old. overcooked toastones. <laughs> <laughs> like, and they're all in the rafters of his garage. And I, he was just like... What board should I write? And he just started pulling out all these ancient relics, and Bra he just had board after board. He had figured he was going to start a, a roofing company at some point. Oh, my and Lord. He was just going to surf boards. He not, surfed them well. It was, it was well, did you break any of them? I don't know about well, but did I did you break any of them? I put we a foot on them. Did you break one? On did you break nah. the... Uh, no. no. You, rode, you rode the... I rode one of my own boards, and right? I rode um, that PB. The PB was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it had fun. Yeah, it was a good, good time. Bradley, bring us out of here. Uh, this is episode 22, talk story. We've got a studio audience of Fulvia and Anouk. Yeah. Caleb, thanks for the AV. Dan, Thank pleasure. you, guys. This was awesome. Thanks for having me. Chris, thanks Bradley. for hosting, as always.
Uh, international Surfing Day tomorrow. I forget which camera we're looking at, but um, come. These got two. A lot. That one won't be up by yeah. tomorrow. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that won't be here. But uh, a lot of tacos tomorrow, you guys. Oh, so good. Pull poor tacos. Do it. Mom, thanks for chiming My in. My wife's already mad at me. She's calling. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Tony. Sorry. Sorry. 